Shots fired. What's up? This is Jeff Weiss. You're tuning into Shots Fired, a podcast about hip hop and Carl Kanai clothing. We're gonna have on Ty Dallasan a little later. He is the man behind Beach House One and Two, signed to Atlantic Records. His Paranoid song is probably the best song on the radio right now, and I'm I'm saying that because he's here, but also because I mean it. Uh, sitting here next to No Can Do, not wearing a soccer jersey today, kind of wearing like a muscle beachy Miami, very. He's also got a calculator watch on too, but I'm not gonna... All right, like, <laughs> for one, I'm not wearing a soccer jersey today because I saved my soccer jerseys for the turn-up at this point. Yeah. yeah, somebody commented in the comment section saying that you called something Chivas USA or something, but it was... Yeah, and see, you... Chivas USA is a joke and all that. Look, if you think that I'm some kind of <laughs> hardcore soccer fan, you're you're absolutely wrong. I really just really, really like how the soccer jerseys look yeah, on me. Yeah, that's why this know? podcast is about Carl Kanai and soccer jerseys. Exactly. Like, what the fuck? Dude, it's not like an ESPN, like, you know, podcast. Then the, the guy goes to say... <laughs> where you are secretly reading these. I read it. Yeah, I read it. Look, in passing. But, you know, he goes to say that, uh, he goes to say that, like, wearing the Mexican, uh, the Mexican jersey is like, uh, in the U.S. is like, wearing a, um, a Yankees uh, hat in Boston. Yeah. And my, my explanation for wearing the Mexican jersey in, in L.A. is just because this is like, it feels like Mexico. If you look at the hills, it looks like Mexico. Yeah, it's The similar, population is it's like... Similar topography. You know, it's like 40% Mexican. Like, I, you know, I, I don't think that I'm too, too wrong for wearing a fucking Mexican soccer jersey, you know? And uh, really, people should be able to wear what they want, bruh. Yeah. You just brought him. Bruh. He's like, I'm not your bruh, bruh. Bruh. Um, how are you doing? Bruh, what's, bruh what's is a soft core way of saying mo- motherfucker. Like, motherfucker, you know? Like, yeah. Bruh, yeah. Um, what about bro? That's just kind of a way of being like, hey, you seem chill. <laughs> well, what are hey. you going to... Hey, friend. Yeah, so what's, what's up? What's, what's your... Uh, what you... What you do today? I just I, I either got stood up by Nicki Minaj or I stood up Nicki Minaj, depending on how you interpret it. You guys stood each other up. We stood each other up. I was uh, supposed to interview her for the Hollywood Reporter, and I think uh, I seen the, this whole scenario play out in a rom com, and I think you guys get married at the end. I hope so. Yeah, that would be the most difficult marriage ever. Like, who's going to be the person that marries Nicki Minaj? Somebody very wealthy. <laughs> nah, <laughs> like I think like Nicki Minaj. Drake. DJ Khaled. I, I think Nicki Minaj is gonna have to have like uh, a sh- like I think she's like an alpha, so she's gonna have yeah. to have like like a dude that was like a small time like drug dealer that like just wants to get his act together because he served a little bit of prison time because uh-huh. you know in her song she talks about like you know dating you know uh, guys that don't have their papers you know uh, you know they just got out of jail and shit like that so I imagine she yeah that's just giving everybody who just got out just so much hope. Yeah, for you, sure. Can you imagine, like, you're in jail, like, all of a sudden you're let out, like, you have, like, very little to your name, like, yeah. can't get a job, really, because you're an ex-con, and then Nicki Minaj takes you under her wing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you have to be incredibly handsome, and you have to be formerly a hustler in the drug game, yeah. and then you have to be uh, an illegal immigrant, because there's a lot of criteria that's in the song, yeah, you know, the guy's easy. an illegal immigrant. Yeah. So, which, I don't know how you can get locked up and then not be sent out the country if you're an illegal immigrant. Yeah. But whatever, whatever the Slick case Rick may be. Slick managed to do it. Oh, he did. Yeah, he's yeah. he's English. Oh, yeah, yeah. Didn't didn't work out for MF Doom though. No, but he not might not be in. I don't no, know MF Doom is in the UK. He went to the UK on some like it was like, hey, we have a show. Oh, and you go play. And all right, I'm gonna try it. He went and he couldn't. He couldn't leave. I believe. I think he wasn't allowed back in. Yeah. Also, Kutma. Kutma. <laughs> yeah. Danny Brown not allowed into Canada. There's a lot of very random things. But I think Canada just doesn't let people in. Canada treats us like we treat the Mexicans, and now. 
I, I, I feel I feel for that in the south of our border. I want to be nicer. Finally, to, empathy. Yeah, <laughs> because like, dude, there's no reason why. I feel like Danny Brown is a young narco corrido right now. Like yeah. he's just playing music for the people, and yeah. he just wants to go up there and play the music. Danny Brown's new album is real dope, but they won't they won't yeah, let him go play. Real good. Um, yeah, no, then Nikki dislike. I was like gonna come here, and I was like either I make everybody super late here and wait to interview Nikki in person, or I leave. And I was like, I'm gonna leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She showed up an hour late to her own to promote her own perfume, where like people were given like you have ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> like oh, this was that that happened just like, now. Yeah, they're like you have ten minutes. And so, Nikki. were you gonna write about music or perfume? Um, I was gonna write about the experience of meeting Nicki Minaj for ten minutes and interviewing her. Did, like did how they, weird it is. Do they have free perfume around? I could have probably gotten one. Get one, get one from my wife, please. That they that the brownie points. I might. I can probably get them to send some. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. If it's some, would she wear a Nicki or Minaj maybe, scent? Or maybe, dude, my, dude, my wife, she's. Like the Rihanna lipstick comes out, she buys okay. it immediately. I'm like, ask if the, they can send me a, a copy. She, you know, even though it's the same color as some shit that existed before. It's her second perfume. It's her second perf- perfume. Yeah. What's it called? Hold on. I'm, it I'm, old it's day. like it's something old hilarious. Day, old day to Roman. It's old like called Roman. like it's called like Menage Scent or something ridiculous. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's hilarious. Uh. Anyways, is it is, is it called extroverted ad libs? It is called. Her news. She, it's like it's like this weird. Oh, it's called Menagesty. <laughs> oh God, that's yeah. what it's called. Oh, okay. Um, what's up with me? Um, I've uh, just I've been the same thing this last week, man. I've just been like in the studio from ten to five every night, like working like a really late thing. Yeah. And uh, I've been doing like one or two songs a night, and um, and in terms of my days. I just been fucking trying to eat good, just like just work hard and and be like somewhat healthy. Yeah, yeah. Huh. So ain't, not, ain't nothing new. It's not the conflict that I expect from a <laughs> lovely episode of Shots Fired. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. no, should I we mean, play a shot. There should there should be more conflict. <laughs> All right, let's not. play a shot. So this is from the overseas. Let's see what this says. Oh no! <laughs> oh, that's so long. I don't know if I can handle this. No, that's what uh, she said. <laughs> I was just calling. I'm a big fan of you guys. Um, you know, despite the fact that y'all. Ramble a whole lot about some bullshit. Ha! You know, I True. enjoy. You know, True. If it's from overseas, for the most part. Um, Where is he from? I don't know. I'm an old school hip hop head. I'm 41 years old. You know, came up in the golden era of hip hop, mm-hmm. and I got to send a few rappers. You know, um, that continue to say they're in the studio and they're working on some new hits. Now, when you have cats like you know, Wu-Tang and Redman, you know, saying they're working on stuff. They've been pretty consistent in putting out projects. So, you know, I guess they kind of get a pass, despite the fact that Redman's last joint, Branson, sounded like a throwback, throwaway cut from a B-side off an old 1999 record. Oh, yeah, that's true. Still making references to, you know, 90s pop culture, (laughs) you know. Need to come come new with that, um, but you know I heard a, a interview. This is, <laughs> with this is the Mr. Real Talk right here. From yeah. the Furious Five talking about they were the in purpose. the studio yeah. about to come with some new music. You know the Furious Five. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> you know so all these old school heads. Where are you calling from? Working on some stuff. The senescent You know, do it all yeah. from. Lords of the Underground, you know. I'm a big Lord. All of the these dudes right. are constantly saying, you know, I'm about to bring some heat and drop some heat. They need to stop it. 
I also got to send a big shout out to uh, Shot Fire to Jeff, man. You need to shut the fuck up sometimes, man. That's true. You know, you always talk God about damn. these cats. I, I know you a younger dude. You know, you like that bullshit that Nico's <laughs> and Juicy J. But, I mean, you singing from a dick, but then you clown uh, J. Cole. You know, that dude is fire. Oh. From an old school head that loved lyrics came from the era that I was telling my lady that I just can't really fuck yeah, with J. No. Cole because he seems a little petty he, these clown days and Drake that dude has lyrics despite the fact you might not like his subject matter oh. that he come off soft man but you ain't you know rock hard yourself so you need to shut the fuck up sometimes <laughs> shot five <laughs> oh and uh no can do oh, man, man. I'm, I'm out get it. coast of Japan and uh, oh, in Japan. I remember several months ago <laughs> You kept mentioning you was going to Japan, man, but then you didn't say where the fuck you was going to be at. I have no idea how to find you. So shots fired at you, too. Next time you come out this way, man, let us know where you're going to be so we can come see you. So we can come check you out. Uh, did he say Fukuoka? I don't know. Okay. But, yeah. yeah, that was a good shot. That was, um, that was, that I was, feel like he just fucking summed up our whole our whole year in one shot. That I was kind of tight. I know. Well, to answer, I obviously need to shut the fuck up. That's People have been telling me that's that was five, so I don't know that. Um, I don't think... I, I, I think... I don't think J. Cole tells very good stories, honestly. I don't think they're very... I, maybe they're just not powerful to me. I, my problem with Drake isn't that he's soft. My problem with Drake is that he's cynical. And I, I don't think that he... I think that we're going to have an entire episode do it, but I don't think Drake is like some kind of... I mean, there's plenty of really great lyrical rappers like Kendrick, who I love. Uh, I feel, look, I, this is my thing with J. Cole. And I, I, before I was trying to, I was trying to defend it, but the more I listen to it, it's just real, like, it's real petty. There's no, like, when you... Here's the thing, like, you know, if when you think about what uh what the dudes were going through in the nineties when you had when like the Nazis when like you people were lyrical, there was like, you know, there's like somebody selling dope and I've got yeah. a gun on there's me. Conflict. And there's there's, there's a, a real there's like consequences. Yeah, there was there was uh, the elements of like danger were all around yeah. them. So even if they were a soft dude, they're still reporting about things what? that mattered like like socially, you know? Totally. And whereas like you know, the, there's a song, J. Cole, that sounds like a fucking old NSYNC song, you know, made now that's about, like, how I have to accept my crooked teeth. Yo. Like, that's some, I, I, like, yeah. who gives a fuck yeah. about your crooked it's teeth? It's narcissism. And, and I've also, had a chipped tooth for fucking years. Yeah. Like, you know, fucking, I, I want to say, like, there's there was fucking one-eyed, Slick Rick is a fucking one, I don't know yeah. if he's one-eyed, well, but, you know, like. A lot of these guys also, not Nas, but a guy like Slick Rick. And, like, also, like, I'm thinking about the, the far side who clearly were not hard, uh, you know, it still a mystery. Like I was, you know, talking. I talk about it later. And but like, you know, they were telling me they're like people looked at us like nerds. But there was like a playfulness and like a kind of a sense of humor sometimes. And like especially in the case of like a far side, the willingness to make fun of themselves that nobody has to be you know I can make fun of myself I think I talk too much I'm, I'm stupid but Drake can only make fun of himself away from his music you yeah. know his music is very 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 self-serious but I really see that's that see that's what you don't like but I really yeah. enjoy that Drake takes himself seriously because the thing about it is people aren't going to take him seriously because he's not from the hood yeah. and that he's soft so he has to be you know it's it's the it's the fucking it's the Ladera Heights gangbanger you know yeah it's well, the guy I that's mean, like Tyler, the I'm gonna crater. have to whoop everybody's ass to let you guys know just because I'm a rich kid I'm not a bitch, you know, and yeah. that's how he is with the lyrics, you know. Totally. Well, whatever. I wasn't with him shooting in the gym. I don't. I, I don't really know his story. <laughs> Anyways, all right, that was a good shot. We're gonna. That was too long of a shot for us to take anymore. So he just he murdered our podcast. I know. We might I'm, not be able to have another episode. I'm gonna go cry now, listening to Wu Tang Forever, the Drake song. 
And we're going to go into a break, and we'll come back with Ty Dolla Sign. Shots fired. Hey, thank you guys for listening to Shots Fired with uh, Jeff Weiss, myself, No Can Do. Uh, we got this great idea, kind of borrowed it from Andrew T. We uh, have a phone number that uh, we want you guys to call and fire shots. We want you to rant like we rant, you know? Preferably about music, but it can be whatever. It can be things in pop culture, but it, it <laughs> pop can be culture, about yeah. us, you know, like, yeah. you know, the things you say on the, on the message board. Tell you me know? to shave. Exactly. <laughs> Jeff, what's the number? It's 424-216-6230. All right. Say it again one more time. 424-216-6230. For sure. And once again, thank you guys for listening to Shots Fired. Bow. Shots Fired. All right. And this is Shots Fired. <laughs> and, and we're back. And we're or on. something. Yeah. What's uh, going on, man? We're with Ty Dollars. Yeah, Ty Dollars Sign. Ty Dollars Sign in the building. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on, man? How you doing? High as can you can say, say yeah. Fuck. It's, 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 yeah, this <laughs> is this is the internet. No one listens to it, so you can I, say whatever you like to say. I bought my cat a catnip blunt yesterday. No one listens to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seriously, that's yeah. The, that's the thing. Like we were talking about the combat jack. I was talking about the combat jack show the other day, yeah. and he has all these old school rappers come on, and they'll just just fucking call out names because no one is because it's not like the internet where you write something, you interview somebody, and like then it's like a block of quotes, and then somebody can be like, somebody out, highlights that. Yeah. Check out this. Like nobody's listening. The fucking podcast like that. <laughs> yeah, cause hey, let's say somebody this is you on a podcast, right? And yeah. the podcast is an hour and thirty minutes long. <laughs> but really it's just like a side comment, right? Yeah. And it's somewhere in between the forty five and the fucking fifty two minute mark. Are you gonna go out of your way? <laughs> To find that what exactly what that motherfucker <laughs> said no. exactly, but it's also like you can't really get mad at somebody and be like he dissed me on a podcast. <laughs> you know, what I mean, it's not like he dissed me on the radio. <laughs> You're like it's terrestrial radio. There's millions of people. <laughs> yeah, and besides, Jeff says he's high all the time. Yeah, yeah I've been cool. I've been chilling though. I bought my cat a catnip blunt though yesterday, and I'm I was pretty jealous because he was like really having the time of his life with this blunt. Yeah, and I just got. To does pass. he smoke it or does he like just he, he chew just on like it? gnaws on it. Oh, but like it's like I'm not only giving my cat drugs, I'm giving him tobacco too. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. <laughs> I wish I would have invented something like that. What kind of blunt was it? It was. It looked like a Philly. <laughs> <laughs> what do you usually smoke? Uh, raw papers. Raw papers. Yeah. Oh, you smoke joints. Yeah, joints and bongs. And is that because you're in the Taylor gang? You nah, are, <laughs> hell no. Nah. They make do you, you do the cellulose, or do you do you. the paper? <laughs> or the paper? Which is like, here's the one rule: <laughs> <laughs> no more blunts. Nah, I blunts kind of taste bad. Juicy though. smokes blunts though. Yeah, he does. Yeah. I hit him every once in a while. Like I was with Bob the other day, and we were smoking hella blunts, but I don't like it. Yeah. yeah. Why not? It doesn't taste right. Yeah. I feel it's a very the California is more uh, joints. Yeah. Although yeah. when I was in the South, like I'd be like rolling up joints. I'm like, what are you smoking? I'm like, it's, it's that's a, that's like some old grandpa shit out there. Like, like you smoking a joint? Like I can't call it a clip because the weed is so bad you can't get high off that shit. You have to smoke a blunt. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right? You smoke some of that. That's that bamboo yeah, you weed. Gotta, you got to smoke the blunt to hide the taste of the, the weak weed. Do you yeah. go to a dispensary? Uh, nah. You just have a personal. I'm not. You have a, I'm not gonna You have. What's his name? Where do you live? No. Um, How much is he holding at a time? Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Are you one of those people that's like a like a weed like straight like a weed snob? Yeah, for sure. What I have my own strain. It's called the Dollar Sign OG Dog for short, and uh, that's all I want. Um, really. Yeah, it's like a fucking like a like a tailor fitted fucking glove. Yeah. That's like playing yourself in NBA 2K. Like you'd want to play yourself That's in NBA 2K. Yeah, 
It's just like perfect. It's a cross between, I don't know if y'all know about it, but the Irene and the Larry. <laughs> no. Yeah. It sounds like, like a 70s sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Irene and the Larry. Yeah. Never even heard of those two. Yeah, they're incredible. Yeah. But I got the cross, and then they made my own, so I just go and get that every time, like a whole lot of it. That's, yeah. That's yeah. amazing. That's tight. That's like, I love that, like, like if I was, like, honestly, like, if I were telling my kid what to do for a living, like, and he got really into weed, I'd be like, all right, you can get really into weed, but you have to kind of be a scientist with it. Like, you have to be inventing new strands so you yeah. can make money off of it. For sure. It's better yeah. than writing. Like, what do you think, like, in 40 years from now, what do you think people are going to be doing more, writing or smoking weed? <laughs> I'm going to go with smoking weed. Like, in a print publication? I like, mean, eight cents, eight cents a word. I can say this, <laughs> if you wrote for like High Times or like one of those magazines and you did that, like, I think you could have the best of both worlds. Nah, see, I feel high, t dispensaries put High Times out because like it used to be like, oh shit, like it was like, it was like porn. It yeah. was like weed porn. Yeah. But like now you can go in any dispensary, right? You, you go, you have, you've been in plenty of dispensaries. I've been sure. in yeah. yeah. I never got my, um. You never got your little script? No. no? Hell no. Why, why? Why? What's, what's the reason? I just felt like I didn't want to be involved. But if you, you got know? pulled over. Let's just yeah, take it though. But I just won't. It, it won't happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Think Fingers positive. Cross. Yeah, yeah. Knock on wood. Yeah, I feel like there is meant like Freddie Gibbs. Like I was interviewing. See, I can just say things. He got pulled over once. I was interviewing him with like like tons of lean in his car, and like cops <laughs> let him go. Like, what and I, that? the cops let him go. Thundercat, you just oh, happened what? to hit me. That's random. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we're just <laughs> talking. Said, were you at Cockwart? <laughs> We were just talking about Paranoid. Um, should we play? Yeah. Let's play. We should play Paranoid because yeah, people haven't heard it. Up. Let's play it right now. Mm -hmm. This is actually my favorite song on the radio right now, and I'm not just saying that because he's here. Thanks, I, bro. I, I, I was told. I was telling Aisha, your publicist, that because it it kind of sounds like, you know, Robin S. Show Me Love, like Mustard's beat, kind of reminds me a little bit yeah. of the, and then mixed with Rockwell, somebody's watching me. Oh, okay. And then it's you know, which is an insane song that which Rock is an amazing the, the, the Rockwell, somebody's watching me is an insane song. Is it's that like, Michael Jackson singing it? Did anyone ever that, realize that's that? That's like a young, this is like a Michael Jackson with like a young chorus, like a little quick thing. Yeah, but it's like it sounds like a coke head coke yeah. dealer. That paid Michael Jackson to like sing. On. I don't know how the story worked out, playing, how, how that happened. I'm playing the Joe Moses verse because we're in LA. I fuck with Joe Moses verse. <laughs> yeah. If the muffin be bluffing, I get to acting like roughing. So this is from a mixtape? Yeah. You got an album coming out too? Yeah, for sure. What's that called? Free TC. Free TC? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got a bad light skin from the valley. She be in the club with no panties. Lil' bitch used to be my favorite. But now we don't speak the same language. I love my bitch, I can bang it. But my dark skin bitch know how to take it. I got them both the same damn red bottoms. And bought them both the same damn fragrance. Fuckin' my bitch drive Range Rovers. That's the best line that you bet bought them both the same fragrance. You know what that's called? It's called you being a serial fucker. You know, like the serial killer, like you try to. Like, I got a friend that has three girlfriends named Kate. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Really? Yeah, and they all look the same. They're all blonde, kind of thing. I feel if your name is Kate, chances are you're blonde and kind of thick. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? I know several, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, we should probably take that out of this. Snitch. Every, you know, <laughs> I was thinking about it, yeah. <laughs> I will. Stop. Let's stop. Though. Yeah. <laughs> Cut. <laughs>
paranoid, I'm tripping. I've been smoking and sipping. I'm fucking around with two bitches. All right, now, rapping is two P's, right? And raping is one P. <laughs> Yo, I've, I, I've turned in some bad typos in my day. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right, cool. Two of my women conceded. Like Mike, I beat it. No bud, I beat this. I get him higher than Jesus. And when I pull out that penis, she like, whoa. She got a truck full of ass, I got a tote. See, all my niggas is ballin', we got dope. I got a car full of bitches, see, I'm a pro. See, it be two for me, I'ma pass the rest. Soon as they pass the test, I put dick on their breasts. I came on her chest, ain't no cuff when we fuckin'. If the muffin be bluffin', I get the actin' like rough when I'm like, nice like this, I wish that my bitch would call, huh? <laughs> That's my favorite guest verse. We're still in 2013. This is my favorite guest verse. Yeah, he manages to diss Tiny. Uh, he diss Tiny? Yeah. Very subtly, though. He's just saying what everyone else always thought. What did he say? He's like, he's just this, that she's he's like, he's like, chick. He's like, he only has hot girls, no tinies. Yeah. Something like that. Which makes him kind of shallow. Because you could have a good girl that'd be an ugly girl, you know? Or not like, not an ugly girl, but like, you know, not so hot, you well, it's know? It's like that song, so he like, must have a, he must have a wolf at home. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm not saying that. Well, I'm just saying, like, you know, I've had really good girls that were like, all right. You but know, no, like, but I have a friend, like, I feel like everyone has the ho has a homie like that, mm. where, like, they have, like, you're like, you can do better than that. But, and I always, like, think about it, and I'm like, it's, I think it's because, like, they get away with a lot more. That's about it. They can get away with anything they want. Like Snoop Dogg. Not to talk shit about Snoop Dogg. Oh, my God. But if we're going there, <laughs> like, Todd's like, what did I sign up for? No, I, His I, wife I, is not very attractive. I say this, oh dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> I say this. Hey, you're not saying anything. <laughs> you're like, get me off the show. Yeah. <laughs> I say guys. this. Hello. <laughs> hey, your publicist is hot, though. Let her in. You like her? Yeah, she's... she's Yo, hot. Aisha. Let me take my wedding ring off first. Come in here. <laughs> uh, dude. But, no, I say this. I think that you can always... No matter, like, you know, what they look like, you can get away with whatever you want to do. You know? Mm -hmm. It's nothing like, you know... Hello, Aisha. How you doing? How's it going? I was just talking about you. Yeah. I think you're hot. I think she's pretty. <laughs> she is. Yeah. Mm. I think you can get away with anything you want at any time you want, no matter how hot or not hot she is. Yeah. You know? But I think that's the point of paranoid. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Was that a true story? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> how, how'd you navigate that situation? I just, like, chilled, like, with the one. Mm -hmm. And then... Other ones were like coming up from behind, like saying, "Oh hi!" Did you get your homies to play zone? It defense? was actually more than two, but I was just trying to like, yeah, yeah, yeah simple. You're simple. Yeah. <laughs> trying to make yourself seem human, like, yeah, no, because it, no, I, yeah, not, uh, but yeah, you can, well, you can divide the club up into spheres of influence. For sure. <laughs> you can be like, and there's a lot of people in there, so you can, oh, I'm going to the bathroom. Go over there. <laughs> not like I would know. No, nah, it's cool because I had security and everything, but I was just like trying to like. Speak from more of a you know regular standpoint. Universal. Yeah, you're trying to be the you're trying to be the everyman that that has bitches. Exactly. You're like just theoretically it's two, not seven. <laughs> I I'd imagine like when I listen to that song, I like you know, it kind of reminds me of like you know uh, if James Bond, if James because you know James James Bond like like the if you were to read like the description of James Bond yeah you could like, have like in, in Twitter and 120 love. characters it's like you can't catch my fate I have bitches and you know and you know I'm probably gonna win at the end of the day yeah, yeah. and so you know that's two out of those three three right there you know <laughs> and you won at the end of the day and you had that so it just reminds me of like the James Bond theme song for the urban youth 
<laughs> you know, like, <laughs> bro. Yeah, yeah that uh, I feel like yeah, I feel that's like the secret. Like, how can you like create a song that like has the most resonance? It's a, it must be hard because it's mm. like there's so many. Every topic has been written about a thousand times Definitely. at this point. Definitely, yeah. I always try to come with something new. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, if you look at most of the titles or just most of the songs, like I'm always talking some crazy shit that that nobody's ever talked about singing wise. Singing so, wise, yeah. I think that's why a lot of people are fucking with the project too. Well, I feel a lot of people uh, compare you to Nate Dog, which is one of my favorite. I mean, people, people here in LA, like you know, they hear me on songs with YG or you want to, you know, don't hear like the the slow songs with me really singing. They would say that, but mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, Nate Dogg is one of my favorite. Yeah, so mine I, too. Yeah. I mean, he was, I feel like, one of the first people that really, I mean, him and Joe Jodeci probably were the first that kind of said just the craziest shit imaginable like, on record. <laughs> yeah. If you listen to Ain't No Fun If The Homies Can't Have None, like, Nate Dogg was saying, like, and nobody really thinks about, like, how crazy that shit was, but, like, how many girls have you seen sing along to that? All yeah. of them. Every girl. Yeah, yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. He's, like, doing Jedi mind tricks. Nah, I, 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 I think I think like what it's doing is just saying it's okay to be yourself. Exactly. <laughs> really, you know, like we don't have to lie to each other. We're all here. You know, exactly. That's what it is. Uh, you were playing some like Caribbean music on your phone while we were waiting for Jeff because Jeff was late. I was late. Yeah, was very was, late. Nicki Minaj flaked on me. We uh, I was gonna take her sunglass shopping, but apparently, I yeah. definitely listen to a lot of reggae, and I, I'm I'm always Irie. Yeah, yeah. You got like like Caribbean background or what? Some of the people in my family are from the West Indies, and yeah, you know, yeah. Okay, okay, cool. His cool. theory is that everyone like talented in music has a West Indian background, which nah, is probably I valid. I don't think that everyone talented. I think so I think like that's like a lot of the X factors in like like America. Cause American music, I feel it all comes from like the blues, like American pop music, right? Yeah. But then all the curveballs come from Jamaica, like punk rock and fucking you know. um you know, even hip hop. Well, you know what's you know? interesting yeah. about Jamaica is that, like, when in the early dance halls, they were playing a lot of like, j like at first they were playing jazz records, like before yeah. reggae even came about, before even ska came about. They would like, they would go, they would take trips. The DJ or the selectors there would take trips to America, like in the South, mm. buy all the early like jazz records from the fifties, bring them back, scratch off the label, so no one could find them. So that's where like when the hip hop DJs came from, because Herc would do that too. They would scratch off all the, the labels so you couldn't find it. That's why I hate DJs. Yeah. Yeah, it's so crazy how like <laughs> they're so secretive. It's crazy how it's gotten where it's like you know now it's like the opposite. Like if you don't play the same record like that everybody else has, and you get booed out the club. True. I, I think that's like in, in, in a pop club, but like at low end, you know, like all those dudes, like all, all the places that still have integrity. There's still DJs. Like I've seen dudes that just like name shit random things. You know, They're like this one's called like if you were to like pass like this one DJ a new song, right? And it was hot. He would name it just like "fuck your mother," and so every time someone looks at it, they will go look at it and find "fuck your mother" and go search for it and never find that song. So they'd be the person to hold on to it for a month. That's crazy. I, I like the whole I like the whole trading and sharing things a little bit better than the than, than the, just everyone plays the same then, thing. Well, being no, selfish and shit. Everybody, yeah, no, I, I think everybody's going to end up playing the same things. Yeah, you know, after twelve thirty. Yeah, that's why I have a birthday, and I was like at a. After about one o'clock, I'm like, I like every time I get really drunk, I'm like, ah, I want to hear Juicy J. It's like mm. one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear Juicy J says something. Yeah. So you work with Juicy J on this record? Yeah. How was that? That was incredible. I'm actually gonna kick it with him tonight. Tight. Yeah. yeah. He's a wise man. Yeah, he's cool, man. 
He's super cool. Super is that trippy. On, is that on this right here? Yeah. Um, should we play it? It's you want to play that? that? Yeah. Ratchet in my bins. We should play that. Yeah, let's play that. And you also have a Kevin Gates song, which we'll play later. Hell yeah. Hope we can get the computer sounds of me typing in. It's, uh, it's, it's my ad lib. Right. <laughs> Jeff on the beat, ho. <laughs> <laughs> can we loop that so I can have that every time? <laughs> Drugs. Drugs. Is that uh, Marlon? Yeah, it's me, Marlon. A couple people together. How do you know him? I know Marlon? Yeah. I know Marlon forever. His name is Chords, man. Don't, Chords. don't expose my nigga like that. I'm nah, you just exposed him. <laughs> <laughs> I know Marlon. I know Nate. I know yeah, all the dudes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Smoking no seatbelt, pistol running red lights. Then I pull up on your bitch. I get up in my whip. I just wanna take you for a ride. And we going right around the corner. Ain't nobody looking. I'ma just pull it out. You know what to do. Meet me in the backseat. Yeah. And we'll be wretched in my bins. Shit, nigga, that's all I know. You can take my word for it, I ask your hoe. Backseat chillin', smoking that sticky. Your girlfriend put on a magic show. She do it with no hands, it's the way I like. Got cough, syrup, all in my sprite. Hey, man, Juicy J got the best Sancho raps. The prophet, man. He's a, he's a Sancho all day. Like, every, he's fucking my girl in every song. Got your bitch feeling like a runaway slave. Shows up when she's seen the bins, told a high bend and brings a friend. You feel better, though, afterward. Like, if say, like, like how like when people be like little b you can fuck my bitch like where's like juicy j you'd be like well like i'd understand that more maybe <laughs> you'd be like versus little b you'd be like man you got to be 18 to really feel that though. You gotta be like <laughs> yeah 17 18 yeah <laughs> like i'd be like i'd be like well juicy j you know <laughs> Ju juicy j is like a high-powered businessman yeah yeah he probably and, was yeah and i feel like little b is just like an eccentric <laughs> yeah. you know like <laughs> he's, he's he's walking that fine line between like you know like high art and like you know uh, fucking Skid Row. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I'm just talking saying how I feel, man. <laughs> um, what did I say? Little B, like there was an article by, by this dude Rembert Brown at Grandland, and he spotted Little B at a uh, at a in a yoga class in Berkeley. He was in Berkeley at Ann's, you know, Ann's up in, in the Bay. Yeah, and uh, he spotted, <laughs> and Little B was eating alone, reading a Green Energy book, which is the most like Little B thing. Yeah, you could have like just reading about Green Energy. Yeah, alone. Yeah, chilling as, <laughs> as he should. I know. Every time, every every little, every random ass Little B sighting I hear about is like exactly like you're never surprised about anything. Have you ever met the base guy, Ty? I have met the base guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we talked a few times, but uh, 
We never worked on music together. What what goes on in those conversations? Just regular, just like <laughs> green uh, energy. <laughs> <laughs> now he told me he likes my music and all that stuff. That's cool. Um, Said he, I like a couple of his songs too. Yeah. Um, well, I was gonna say a lot of people probably listening to this don't know, and this is one of my favorite. Your dad was in Lakeside. Yeah. Oh really? Uh, yep. That's tight. Yeah. One all time great funk band. Yeah. So he's from LA too. Yeah, he's from LA. Um, I think the rest of them are from Ohio. But um, he's from LA, born and raised. And uh, that's not the only group he played with, but that was like his most famous group. What did he play? Keys, um, trumpet, singing. He plays every instrument, though. Really? Yeah. That's tight. Did he? Uh, I got this, this this question. Did he like? Was he one of those dads that was like, all right? You're gonna do music, or did you just he just let you gravitate to it naturally, or like just gravitate to it naturally? He wasn't like, yeah, t- you know, trying to like have me do it at all. Mm-hmm. You have instruments in the house and all that right now. Yeah. No, no. Oh, back then when you were a kid. Yeah, for sure. We had every instrument: mm-hmm. um, basses, guitars, drums, keyboards, all different keyboards, mm-hmm. um, horns. That's the only thing I didn't pick up though. You didn't like, pick up the horn? Nah, because that's just like. Gives me a headache. <laughs> so you, you start to feel it right there. Yeah, right there. Yeah. Right here. Headache, all that shit. It's mm-hmm. just, who wants to blow on something all day? <laughs> Except your bitch. You're going to lose. Ah! Not- <laughs> I, was like, I couldn't think of the quip enough. I was like, where's my joke, nigga? I don't know what to say. You're uh, like, you, the, yeah, you remember the last time you said that's what she said. You did know that's what she said to this one uh, unnamed female rapper. We can say, I said that's what she said, <laughs> thinking like, this is just a, you know, we're in the year 2013. You can say, you can say that. You can yeah. say that. Like, if you, if you leave yourself open for a, that's what she said, I should be able to say that. And then we laugh about it and move on to the next subject. <laughs> but I, but I said that then we got like a long email and uh it was a publicist that they gave the long email hopefully haven't said anything to offend you sweetheart what's your name Aisha, Aisha. <laughs> if uh if I have offended you please let me know um but uh yeah so I've stopped saying that's what she said yeah man, you can say that shit man fuck that <laughs> huh you, you can say me. that shit man fuck everybody man alright cool you should have the freedom to make that's what she said comments all day you know yeah. fucking 2013 my friends tell me and they should laugh mm-hmm. fuck that so I was gonna ask also about um, Jay Dilla is, you were a big yeah, fan of Jay like Dilla yeah that's like my favorite producer ever really? yeah for sure that's tight you have, yeah. you well fan. you know Chord so you know you know my whole team like that's like that's like our uh, main fucking yeah he's one of them P-Rock, all them dudes. Yeah. It's so funny, man, how, like, modern, like, all the modern dudes, like, the modern pop dudes and even the modern, actually, uh, I'll, it's, it's, it's backwards. Like, the modern, uh, like, mainstream dudes or the guys that are going for the really ambitious stuff are all fans of, like, really, really cool, obscure, you know, really cool, obscure, like, music. Jay Dilla's you know, not he didn't make it to the Timbaland level before he died. You know, yeah. But he left. I mean, he, he's basically an underground. It depends dude. how you look at it, though. But I mean, I'm just talking about. <laughs> I'm just talking about in money. That's all yeah, I'm talking about. Far, yeah. And but you know, uh, he influenced. He influenced this whole gen. Everybody. There's not one dude that's like, 
you know, whether they be in the indie rock side or the rap side, or whether they be, you know, into the, the just the beat side. Well, like, I was thinking about it today. Like, yeah. if you look at like uh, some of the biggest rappers and and people in R and B, like you look at a guy like Kanye, right? Like Kanye was the biggest like Jay Dilla, Madlib fan, like backpacked. You know, Danny Brown has mixtapes. He's pretty big now. Mm. He's got mixtapes rapping over Dilla beats. You look mm. at Drake. Drake like was. Uh, ta- like a ta- like a Fonte little brother fan and like mm-hmm. so it's just kind of interesting you know yeah it's tight to see those dudes get their, yeah. their second breath of life through this generation it's kind of tight do you oh, feel yeah. like when you're making music and like you know are, are you like paying homage to them in, in a sense or or like what was what's the for sure in the production in the production side yeah if you if you listen to like all the beats they're definitely like I'm sampling like you know doing chopping and like mm. all type of shit like that they would do back mm-hmm. then and then play the newer shit o- over it you know mm-hmm. so I'm definitely like paying homage for sure mm-hmm. and it's dope to me to see like people like Drake like Kendrick like being the biggest rappers mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying instead mm-hmm. of like the backpack yeah yeah so, yeah the backpackers are winning for yeah. sure what what like who are your influences like uh with with your like vocal style like you're you're writing vocal vocally like what's like vocally, you're writing and singing you know um shit just everything I listen to um when I'm as far as like runs and and like singing crazy uh, I like Kim Burrell and and like gospel stuff yeah and yeah. then um as far as like backgrounds and and, and uh, stacking vocals I like D'Angelo. Mm-hmm. Um, music soul child, all them type of dudes. Yeah, yeah. And then Nate Dogg, I guess you you know. <laughs> as really, far as, like, you just coming it? real and shit. Yeah. R. Kelly. Um, a half on a baby is the hardest song ever. Yeah, I just told like that song needs to be reco- recovered. <laughs> I never looked at having a kid like a business move, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just gonna half on this baby, like. Yeah. <laughs> we'll split this baby Dutch. Yeah. Like it's a fucking, like it's a small business. Like it's a hot dog stand. Yeah, right. that's so funny. Yeah. Anybody else? Um, tons. Like Isley Brothers. Um. So is your dad playing you a lot of this old stuff? Like when you were kind of coming up? Yeah, for sure. He was always playing all his shit and and um all his friends. Like you know. Just like how I'm cool with like all the cats out here from LA, he was cool with all of them back then. So yeah. I know Patrice Russian, I know what? Earth Wind and Fire, I know like all them dudes. They used to all come to the house. Yeah, yeah. So, what about Coolio? <laughs> Coolio definitely sampled them. So yeah. How did your dad feel made, when that happened? They made more money off of Coolio than they, they made off of their own record. Yeah. yeah. And after that, we're like, you know, were the dinners like tastier and like. <laughs> Like, <laughs> what happened after that? Like in your cool. in your life? Like, I think my parents got a divorce, and he went and spent it on another bitch. <laughs> and now you're a musician writing about your feelings. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yo, was, that was after you know the, how these niggas is man. <laughs> hey, bro, my dad was Coolio's tax attorney before they got divorced, and my dad started spending it on another bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you he was. No, yeah, Maybe. he was really Coolio's tax attorney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was so we, we he was like, Do you know this guy? Same, we were eating off the same shit. I know. He's yeah. like, Do you know this That's guy, Coolio? I was like, I'm familiar with his work, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, like, I know Gangsta's Paradise and Amish Paradise. I really fuck with County Line. That's that song is hard. County Line was good. He was yeah. in WC in the Mad. Oh, he was in uh, lo- yeah. WC in the Mad Circle. Yeah. He was in the Mad Circle. Was he? Yeah. 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 He, he was the one with the sense of humor. That's why Coolio. <laughs> he broke out. That's why Coolio. I, 
that's why I feel like that's why he he shined for for the moment where it took like Dub C like a while a while you know it's yeah. like Coolio could kind of laugh at himself. Dub like, C is one of the greatest rappers in LA history that nobody talks about. You think so? Oh yeah, I think WC, I, I I prefer Dub C to Mac Ten, even though Mac Ten has more hits. Uh, you know a song I've been listening to lately, or it's been keep it just keep, <laughs> keeps coming on. It's the it's the song with like uh, Mac Ten and uh, and the Dog Pound. They, they just, oh, with nothing but yeah. a caveat, and they just talk. It's just basically I'm about like, listening to K Day. Yeah, I'm listening <laughs> to K Day. It's on every we night. We should just play That's it. What he always listens to. Uh, yeah, it. That's all I listen to. <laughs> yeah. Old niggas, dude. Let's just play that because I bet you there are people that are listening to the show and have never heard of that. Yeah, and uh, I think everyone should hear nothing but from the Rhyme and Reason soundtrack. Right. It does, <laughs> it does, that was a good soundtrack. It had RZA tragedy. It really doesn't make sense these days, though. Like, cause like, it just talks about like, hey, like, I'm gonna be a crip and I'm gonna go into Inglewood, but I need you to tell everybody that it's okay. Like, that's basically what it is. You no, know? hit. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It just sounds like it's I just sounds it like I need weird. help. <laughs> it just sounds like oh I need help. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds like hide me. <laughs> oh shit, oh, man. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, that's crazy. This was, uh, this was a good soundtrack. This was like my shit when I was How you know uh, Chords and the guys and Nate and everybody? Because I'm a rapper, nigga. For real? I'm from like, I met I met Chords in uh, a long time ago at Project Blow. Yeah, okay. And so like, Chords would be like beatbox. And then after that, we would go to like his house and like, like, Chords is a manipulative motherfucker. I was yeah. like in a battling a whole lot, you know? Yeah. And so it would always, he would like instigate like battles and shit. And he has hella like early, like, you know, the tapes, like the, I forgot the DV tapes or whatnot. Yeah. He has hella early tapes of like all of like my first battles. And they're like these 10 minute, like no round kind of like almost like Smack DVD, early Smack DVD styles. Yeah. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. So at one point you were signed to Timberland and Will I Am label, right? Not Timberland. Timberland. But uh it was Will I Am and J- Justin Timberlake. They had oh, a Timberlake. Together, yeah. I didn't even know they had a label. They J- Timberlake and, J- and Will I Am had a label together? Yeah, it was You're supposed to know this. I thought it was Timberland, so I'm wrong. Yeah, Tim wrong. Timber. I got wrong information from the internet. That's yeah. the first. Um <laughs> How did that happen? Um there's this guy named Venus He uh I guess he heard me and my brother Corey's stuff mm-hmm. And then uh That was like when me and Corey's were working heavy too And uh We uh I guess he heard our stuff And at that time I was staying in New York And then um He flew us back out here And then we met with uh Justin At uh What was that studio? Encore it's, it's In Burbank yeah, yeah. And then uh we were just like freestyling, just playing playing each other's music in the studio mm. and then recording some shit. And then uh, the next step was we met Will. Then he gave us some shit. And then we did uh, a tape together. And then we were supposed to do an album. We ended up going on tour with Justin in London and all type of shit. Ooh, right. And then it, it never dropped. What was this? A few years like ago? Like 07. Why did it never oh, drop? 07, I believe. Um the I mean, tape it's, drop, it's, it's for the, the better. Drop, okay, but the album and the whole situation just—I guess some some happened with some business shit. I don't know. It was crazy. So, so when did stuff start to take off when you wrote to the boot it? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Had to do it on my own, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's like uh, who knows if what you would have would have had to do if you how would you had you had like the type of music no bro no the type who of music you, you would have had to do the type of music you would you would have to make to like you know. Yeah, you know, and type of producers you have to 
align yourself with where I feel like, you know, working with like starting off working with chords and like working on like a genuine like I feel like Tooted and Booted and a lot of stuff that was coming out at that time was like a lot of it was LA was kind of finding its identity, you know? Yeah. Cause, uh, how it was like after you? jerking, you know? It was of, after jerking, but it was yeah. like kind of in the midst of that, but yeah. like, like, you know, it was a big period when like, you know, like post chronic 2001, oh, yeah. LA didn't sound like anything, you know? Yeah, you're right. Like for mm. the longest, mm. like after game, really. After like, the game, yeah, yeah. After yeah. the game, it was like we had nothing. Well, you know what I mean? even the game, if you look at the game's first record, it was like super, it was a super, super producer record. It was yeah. like West and, uh, and Timbaland. Yeah, Timbaland had a big yeah. beat on it. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, but it still sounded West, but they were trying to like find the West from the old West. Yeah, exactly. Like, a and like even Scott Storch was like kind of like making, not then, but even before that. Like a lot of those Chronic 2001 beats were like Scott Storch was working on them. And that was an East Coast guy. Yeah. He was on the Roots records. Yeah. You know, so it's it's cool. I'm I'm happy to be a part of this. So then what? Happened? So when this blew up, so t- to me it was like like looking at it, it was the jerk scene, mm-hmm. and like that was like corny, and nobody really wanted to you know what yeah. I mean be a yeah. part of that. So I just was like hanging around YG and Mustard them a lot at the time. Mustard wasn't even making beats; he was just like the DJ. Yeah, and uh. I would have them come through and like bring all the young homies and all the young bitches and just like everybody yeah. just chilling. Yeah, yeah. And like we started playing music one day and uh, it was this one song. I've started to see spaceships on Bankhead geeked up. And then once I heard that yeah. and seen the whole house go crazy, it was like a boom snap beat. Yeah. And then fucking I did this beat. Oh, so you made this beat too? Yeah, I made That's this tight. beat. That's yeah. tight. And then uh, Chords actually had the sample. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't know what to do with the sample And then I just fucking got an 808 A snap and a hi-hat And did the same shit as fucking Geeked Up Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, made the hook mm-hmm. And then YG came through and did his verse and shit Yeah, yeah And it was it <laughs> That's tight So, I don't yeah. know Like, it, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was similar to the jerk shit Because of the snap and the, um, the tempo mm-hmm. But then it's like it was some new shit, yeah, I guess, because the bass line and it reminded people of the old West. Yeah, you know what I mean, so shit. Yeah, I feel like the jerk didn't have the jerk shit didn't have sophistication because all it was was the boom snap. Like, yeah. Whereas, like, you know, you guys are musicians and like chords is. If he had any part in it, he's like years and years of like music is in his head. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like that'll make something like you know you can take like the base of that and then like add something else to it and make it different, but yet fit into that. You know? Yeah. So yeah, that's why I hear this. Yeah, I feel the problem with the and also the rappers weren't that good. Most of the jerk rappers, like you know, like they weren't as good as what came after that. And I think that kind of is a big part of it. Because how could it? You can't last if you don't have like the beats are only going to take you so far. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You no. That's true. I, like because they're gonna eventually it's gonna be singles artists, not gonna be like career you're not gonna be like legacy artists. Yeah, I just feel like they were all just hella young. That's well, yeah. yeah, like if But you, I don't know. Then again, there's plenty of classic eighteen year old or great eighteen year old rappers, nineteen year old rappers. Like who? I don't know. Like Earl, <laughs> like Earl's who? pretty great rapper. Vince Staples is really young now. Vince Staples ain't really young. Vince Staples is is Tyler a little was bit pretty older. Dope. Or I mean, Nas was doing great. Outcast, Souls of Mischief, all teenagers. Yeah, we'll see. I'll say Outcast, so, uh, right? I'll give you Outcast, right? But we talk about Nas. He had that one great 18, 19 year old record. I think it was really amazing. Took, then it took like four or five years for him to catch his stride again, you know? I think it was I, written amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're a big Nas fan, right? I like Nas a lot. Yeah. Were you you have a favorite of his stuff? Um, Period. That song when he um 
when he tells the story backwards. About the bullet going backwards. Oh, uh, from Stomatic. I think that's the one. Yeah, and he's yeah. like rapping the whole story backwards. Yeah, that yeah. shit was incredible. Yeah. yeah. I gave you power. I played that I on K Day recently. Really? Made me so happy. Yeah. Yeah. K Day. I do. I thought K Day was about to get bought out by like a Chinese, uh, like a like by China, like the government of China was going to buy it. Something like that. That like that like terrified. That's like a Michael Crichton plot in my head. No, like, no, this like, was we had a podcast about K Day like being bought out. Or, yeah, like, I wrote was, a column about it. Oh yeah, back to the, the dealer shit though. I just met Buster Rhymes the other day in the club. He was like, Yo, I wanna do a song with you. I'm like, yo, man, like by the way, like I'm a Dilla fan and I noticed you always use his shit. Yeah. Like that's incredible. Da, 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 da. Yeah. He was like, What? I got three hundred Unused Dillabees Yeah he, That he I, left me And we could do some shit I'm yeah. like what So look forward for that That's shit That's cool 300 unused <laughs> He was always Dilla amazing Beats. Like what? show him what you got It was one of my favorite yeah. Buster Rhymes songs You ever hear that song? James? No No not at on. all Put that on right now Just Do it yeah For please, background Please yeah. teach me Show me It's a uh, No it was a He yeah, did all the shit in that computer huh? Yeah YouTube I'm not that yeah. Awesome. That was the fuck. I mean, shit. I don't know. I feel like Dilla like that'd be fucked up if a commercial comes on first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that happens a lot all the time. This was always uh, yeah, we got so many Toyota songs. ads in this podcast, dude. Yeah, yeah. somebody's got to pay for as it. As long as you go to like <laughs> rare ass records, it won't come on, right? So yeah. Yeah. As I say it over and over again, from song to song. Yeah. I've never like. I've never not been in a situation when a Dilla beat came on and like people's heads didn't just start nodding. Yeah. Like it's it's not forced too. You just gotta move to it. Oh, I heard the shit. Yeah. He is one of the greatest. I mean, I'm a I'm a huge Buster on so. Yeah, always too. You know what? Everybody hates on that goddamn aftermath record that he did, but that That's was one of my good. favorite records yeah. of his, dude. Break your neck is an amazing song. Mm-hmm. Also one of the greatest interviews. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, he told me that thing about Dilla too. Yeah. Like what? Just like Yeah, I got three hundred like, beats. He's like, I have CDs, I have hard drives. Yeah. That's uh, a Dilla's mom loves Buster Rhymes. Like like she was like one of the like the real dudes that like Still kept in touch with her and like yeah. yeah. What record is this from? Anarchy. Anarchy. Do you imagine though Buster Rhymes came out today? People would be like, "That's the greatest rapper." Like people would be blown the fuck. He just came out in the '90s when there were just so many people with like, stuff, like crazy stuff. Fuck whoever he was Throw them niggas out of the clubs Them niggas off 
shit turning me off Time up, making them cough Gag them in the throat with a cloth After that, we going wild for the night Niggas know the style for the night Carlo, power for the night You know we always give y'all niggas a blaze Black it out and party for days Let y'all niggas fuck with the strays Fucking dimes at the end of the day Getting money, but it's too late Got a nigga smoking his ways Mike's on? So like I was saying, guys, <laughs> I feel as if... All right, I can't do that again. I don't have, I don't have saying, it in me. Well, no, you were saying that... I can't fabricate You were it, saying dude. that, like, I mean, Dilla like cars, girls, and weed, which is like... A lot of dope, a lot yeah. of guns. Yeah, a lot of guns. A lot of niggas getting He's smacked from with the heat. He's, well, that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> whenever I interview these dudes, like... Like when I was interviewing Souls of Mischief, right? Well, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I just feel like the, I'm doing a 20 year anniversary article on Night of Boots Infinity. Yeah, yeah. So I was talking to them about Oakland and sort of the same thing about like Far Side or Fellowship. Vinyl. You know, they were growing up in the hood. They're like, crack was ever. They're like, we, I'm like, why did you. Something like that song, Batting Practice, right? I'm like, was that like, are you guys like baseball fans or whatever? He's like, no, nah, because we carried bats. <laughs> like, I was yeah, like, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. I see. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I used to live around the corner from Tajay when. Uh, when uh when I lived in Oakland and I would uh actually see him at our gas station in the morning, like mm. the gas station before we go drop our kids off to yep. school. And uh he uh you know, I would always just like want to pick his brain, but like it was like never enough time. Like they're they're smart. They're he's really smart, smart as fuck. Yeah, I interviewed him at Festo yesterday. Yeah. They're both really smart. I think he put together the label that like put out like Sleepy D and D Lo and Beta Weeda. And all all them dudes, yeah. Like he uh so like not only did he have his hand in like backpacky world, he had his hand in Yo, like, you, you wanna know, know why they're smart? Function just world. Just off off this alone? What? It's like the only group on Jive ever that kept their publishing from jump. They had their like they're like they had their own publishing from the get go. Yeah, yeah. Because they're from Oakland and there's like a little Black Panther inside every nigga in Oakland. Yeah, they talked about the Black Panthers. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was a yeah. Yeah, so. definitely. So we should probably go to a commercial break. Yeah. Do we have any commercials today? Nope. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do, we do, we do. Guess what? Um, What's the commercial? Um, y'all got to make sure you go get the new Ty Dolla Sign music on iTunes. We got Irie. We got Paranoid. We got My Cabana. And um, they're not that expensive, you know, and they're great songs. So make sure you go get them if you don't have them already. Tell everybody about it. And uh, we got the new Paranoid video about to drop soon. Um, Irie videos already on YouTube and everything else that you watch your videos on. Over a million views. And God is great. And I'm thankful. Commercial done. I, I think put, we also we have a commercial for A3C. Where shots fired. We'll be there next week. Oh yeah, we'll I'll be, be in Atlanta. Too. You gonna be there? Yeah, we're turning up at A3C. That's tight. Yep, I'm gonna That's bring tight. some weed on the plane. Y'all ready? Oh good. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> they, they have, have trash out there. <laughs> uh, DJ Burn One can come. His name is Burn One. So yeah, Taurus is gonna come. He's gonna have his hash oil in his little thing oh, thing. I was thinking about bringing that, but I don't know. I like like I feel like people see me and they're like that dude is like. I'm, I'm the guy that's vulnerable. They'll get me. Yeah. I'll crack. Nah, man. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, can we just not, get out of this? Not to like, you When know. I got busted at the border, though, they let me go. Yeah. That was cool. On some profiling Texas. shit, Torres has dread. Aisha's so like, why are you incriminating you. yourself on the air? <laughs> like, because I'm an embarrassment to humanity. <laughs> Just let go. No one listens to a podcast. It's fine. That's why whenever like people are like, "Oh, we, I love your podcast," I'm like, "Fuck, mm-hmm. hear this shit." <laughs> I feel like it humanizes you, Jeff. Does it? Thank you. Yeah. But I just like just professional hater. Yeah. Like I like things. I like paranoid. That's why I get really excited though when I hear a song on the radio. I'm like, I really like that song on the radio. Thanks, bro. Yeah. 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 True. So back to paranoia. Back to yeah. So is the video? <laughs> is it gonna be like James Bond? Is it? Gonna, is it gonna be in a casino? 
It's not going to be a, in a casino, but it's in definitely going to be like a little mini movie for sure. Okay. It's not going to be in the club with ass shaking and all the crazy, you know, rapper shit. Why not? It's gonna, because, fuck that. Like, Why not, bro? I just didn't want to do that, man. I want to make something more interesting and, like, you know, show that, like, that we could be dope artists instead of fucking, you know, regular rappers all the time. Okay. I see what you're doing here. <laughs> yeah. I see what you're doing. All right. I respect that and all. Is there is there a rack? The, this big tits. Is there yeah. a rack? Okay, cool. Nice. Well, you make other kind of mu- you you before you before the first beach house, you were making all kinds of music, right? Yeah. Like what what sort of stuff? Shit, like house music, fucking. You know, um, I had this tape called Whoop with me and Joe Moses, yeah. where it was just all paranoids. Yeah, you know that's I mean? a dope like, All ratchet yeah. type shit. Yeah, and then. uh before that, with the Ty and Corey project, that was like Dilla beats and yep. different shit like that. So I'm I didn't realize like, you recorded the one with Joe Moses before that, before Beach House, the first Beach House. Yeah. Did it come out first or did it came out second? Wait, it might have came out. Did it come out before Beach House one? Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, the summer. Yep. Well, how'd you come up with my cabana? Were you in a cabana or was that just random? On my um, on my deck at my crib, there's a cabana. And like at that time, I was at home a lot, mm-hmm. so there was like hella bitches always falling through. And then we just made the song one day. Me and Nate actually came up with that shit. And by bitches, you mean like really nice girls that just want to hang out, college graduates oh, with masters degrees. Nah, <laughs> 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 I'm fucking with you. Yeah, <laughs> I've had I've definitely got like lectured like when I was interviewing. I think well, not lectured, but I was interviewing corrupt. And like he was like he's Fuck like you that know there bitch, is that he's like you know there is a difference. Ass. I was like I, I know. I was just, I was asking you a question, corrupt. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Stupid interview. Yeah. yeah. Dishing my Nicki Minaj interview. <laughs> and so, okay, I'm sorry for cutting you off yeah. with my with my with my humor, man. Continue, man. I'm um, about the cabana. I, people about, about the cabana, man. So, um, one day we were just chilling at the crib, and I had made the beat. I, I think I made that beat like in the daytime, and then at night, um, Nate and Buddha had came through, and then um, I was playing the beat, and the the back doors were open, and then fucking Nate just said Cabana. He just said the word Cabana. He, he started. I'm like, what? And then I came with the hook. Mm-hmm. And that's how the song came. Yeah, it's just crazy how shit happens. That's tight. I mean, the best ideas I think should probably never be forced. It should just be like random. You, it's like catching lightning in, in a bottle. I think you know. Mm-hmm. It should be random shit. I feel like that's I've heard that story so many. Like where someone will just be like, yeah, just one person said one line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it triggered a song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like about start from the bottom. Is that, 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 what's the story? Future with that? had said that. I'm not allowed to say who told me because I'd be snitching on who, but I can say it. no. Basically, what happened was, well, from what I heard, was that Future and Drake were, were chilling, mm-hmm. and uh, Future was like start from the bottom now here, and Drake was like, "What's that?" And he's like, "I don't know, that's some shit I'm just saying." <laughs> like, and I then, feel like that nigga just says Future things that should be man, quotation Future marks. is like the rap Bjork. I realized I interviewed him. I was like, he's like Bjork. Like he's just made of music. Like he's just like mm-hmm. he's just like yeah yeah. He yeah. told me he doesn't write. He's like I don't write anything down. Ever. Really? Yeah. That's tight. He's like, I don't know. Do you write or what? Like, what's your thing? Do you just go in and just like press just space go bar? In, just go in and do it. Sometimes I write. Um, like on. House on the Hill, the mixtape. I wrote probably the last song, the free TC song, mm-hmm. on on uh, Beach House, the also the last song. Um, I don't remember what it was called. Fucking mm-hmm. uh, and on Beach House too. Um, 
the last song. Me and my homegirl, Lady G, actually wrote that together. Lady G, yeah. yeah. She's hype. Hell yeah. So. so how far are you with the album? Are you completed with it? I have like probably like six or seven songs now. At first, it was like these four that I was keeping, and now I got like seven that I'm definitely going to keep. And then I'm going to drop a EP before that, and then I'm going to drop another tape, and then the album, hopefully the country will be, you know, mm-hmm. aware by then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lot of work, bro. Yeah. yeah. Do you record pretty much? Are right? you ready for, to, to like push all that stuff? I definitely <laughs> is that she's like she sees dollar signs. No I definitely record every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to get like two, three songs a day. Yeah, do some beats. You know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you make beats first, or did you? Were you? Were you? Would you ever? Were you rapping first? Were you singing first? Were you making beats? Or were you just doing everything all at once? Just everything all at once. Yeah. Um. Probably instruments first. Yeah. Like uh, bass was my best instrument. I played bass in church. Mm-hmm. And then like whenever my dad would leave, I would just always go in and mess with the NPC. Mm-hmm. And I finally learned that. I actually taught chords how, how to uh, mm-hmm. do the MP and everything. Tight. And uh, from there, we all just started getting better and just we all collabed. And then my homie Jacasso, rest in peace, he was like always around. like, And he was the best keyboard player. So mm-hmm. he, you know, he would play keys on a lot of the stuff. And then I started getting better and better, and then now we all, we all play keys now. So yeah, that was that's like, that's kind of tight. Yeah. You know, I feel like there's a common conception like that like rappers don't make music; they just you know, like, yeah. And you you know, I wouldn't say you're you're I mean you're a rapper, like, you're a singer, rapper you're, singer. You're, 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 I, it's, I, it's, I sing rap music, I guess. It's like that urban <laughs> contemporary slot that you're yeah. in, right? You know, and uh, it, it's pretty dope. Like I feel like. Uh, you know, uh, since he, we have an hour to talk, we have found out that he plays hella instruments, and yeah. you know, and he—it's a natural. It's a, it was a natural thing, and he wasn't like forcing the music. I think that's really, really good for kids to know. If there were kids listening, to, to <laughs> I hope podcast. not, man. Yeah, yeah. corrupting the youth. Fuck shit, bitch. <laughs> All right, let's play another one of this. Uh, you want to play the song with Gates? Does that work for you? Yeah, that's cool. Right. These hoes, turn yeah. up. How do you know about Ken? I was in Louisiana. I've, t- I've talked about this in the air many times, but I was in Louisiana in Baton Rouge covering Boozy's murder trial. And the first day I came out there, like I was like, "Who's hot?" This was like a year and a half ago before he got signed, and they're like Gates. And then I'm homies with his. D- I became homies with his DJ, and then I went to a few of the shows. Like, this is hella gospel right here. <laughs> he's actually one of my. Fa- he's probably one of my favorite new rappers the last year, year and a half. Is you ready? Is you ready? You found that rubber in the trash can. I said, when the fuck did you become the trash man? Girl, girl, I never made you any promises. Never said that we would be monogamous. Matter of fact, what's up with the threesome? You got all these bad bitches, won't you bring one? That's a question that she really has to soak, like sit and let soak real quick. As a matter of fact, what's up with the threesome? And then she's like, I don't really know. I'm. I was really thinking about like you know breakfast first. I don't know. I could we could we could devote an entire episode to that. <laughs> this is different. Ep- <laughs> I don't got the attention span for threesomes. Yo, shit is 
I don't think I have the capacity to put like to, to get to that like I have the I have the capacity to get the intent but not the actual execution. The execution? <laughs> yeah, it's just not. I think I'm yeah. Like you know what I you want to understand, it, huh? You gotta try it, and no, all that's gonna. Change. <laughs> I'm telling you, just get drunk as fuck, pop a molly or something. Yeah, I think you need the. Ham. I think you need like the the molly or the cocaine to really make it. Like, I don't do cocaine, so. Like, yeah, like the situation doesn't seem as sound. Is 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 it's not as easy as it sounds. No, that's what I'm saying. It's like, but it's not as easy as it sounds because like something annoying may happen. Yes, and as like a, a person with like. With short patience, you might just be like, you know, this is too more trouble, too much trouble than it's worth. Like, you ever seen a fucking dog walker with like, you know, three dogs on a leash? You know, I'm sorry, but it's just like one dog is wrapping itself around the dog walker's leg and all. You know, like, it's my analogy is really fucked up. You ever see that episode of Seinfeld where like Jerry almost pulls off a threesome? Like, I'm (laughs) gonna like that's where like the menage a trois got introduced into like pop culture through that Seinfeld episode. No, but it was like 1994. Nah, but dude, I was like in 1994. I was like 10, and I knew what a menage a trois was. Probably, I think. I'm not sure. Probably from Nate Dog. Probably from Nate Dog. <laughs> That's that train life. Two that, weeks in a row. Yo, that train life, man. <laughs> I don't know about that. Gates. <laughs> this is hella gospel, bro. You need. <laughs> You need a fucking Noel Jones cape on with him you used to perform this shit. That's hilarious. Yeah, man, these hoes. Beach House. Beach House 2, make sure you go get it. That's great. I've already got my copy. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Hell um, yeah. This is a shots fired. Well, I think we're yeah. So you got the album coming. You got the EP. Mm-hmm. Beach House two out now. A three C next week. All of us will be there. Everybody that's anybody will be there. Yeah, true. We're interviewing Aesop Rock and Rob Sonic. Yeah, about Aesop Rock the original. Aesop Rock the original. Yeah, 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 that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. are you an Aesop Rock fan? Definitely. I got a big ass Aesop Rock poster yeah. in my house. And like a lot of people, like. The head dudes that used to come through were pissed at ASAP Rocky when he came out. <laughs> but yeah, ASAP ASAP Rock just told me that he met ASAP Rocky. Yeah, and uh, he said he was just like it was like a really he said he's a cool dude and it was like real, really like good to meet him or whatnot. But he's like uh, he he just made being around him made him feel old. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's just like yeah, man, this is you know this we're, we're we're ages apart. You know, yeah. So you know, but it's cool though. I I love when like. I've been noticing like older dudes uh, reaching out to younger dudes on the net. Like uh, my my buddy who we have come here often, dude named Mike Eagle, said like wise, intelligent, hit him up, you know, from like uh, what's the group he was from? Poor righteous teachers. From poor righteous teachers, and it's just you know, I'd imagine like you know, I remember like before the the net was like the social media was popping. Yeah. I just thought old rappers just hated on young dudes all the time. Yeah. Well, I think they yeah. did for a minute until yeah. they kind of. I feel like now there's a lot of good rap. I feel there was like a dry spell for a while mm-hmm. where there wasn't that many like interesting. I would voices. definitely say that like when mm-hmm. uh when like Game and Snoop and like like that whole generation was popping and like me and Chords and everybody were all trying to get in like. You feel like it was like a, a, a block? Man. It was a super block. Yeah. And like now we fuck with 
everybody like mm -hmm. but then i noticed like chief keith on his tape he's like i was born in the 90s fuck the 80s and i'm like what the fuck hey, he's, yeah he's, he he's even trying to saying, close that man. door Yo, he, he, he got some song called like love no thotties and like he's like one of his lines is like need a girl that brushes her teeth <laughs> like what that was what so funny I, I know exactly what you're talking about what girl yeah. doesn't brush her teeth <laughs> like I don't know, man. I, 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 hey, bro. When I listen to Chief Keith music, Chief Keith's music, it reminds me of that little driveway that's like downtown under the courthouse where niggas just get out of jail. <laughs> like his music just reminds me of that feeling. I don't know, uh, like you know, it's just like three cholas waiting here. Like I feel like w one of those bitches don't brush their, teeth, brush their teeth and they're waiting oh for Chief God. Keith. No, I think it's cool yeah. that he did that because I think oral hygiene is important. <laughs> I think he's bringing up if people talk shit about him not. Bring you talking about on that new video you just recently yeah, that is What's that hilarious? Video? Love no thotties. It was on World Star. It's kind of hilarious. I, I I like I I I can't I like I, I like Chief Keep. I can't I can't hate on it. It's I mean should we go out on this? Because yeah, we should. This is but ridiculous. Chief Keep literally scares me. Like I, I, like, I think that's not, like I'm not afraid of people or nothing like that. But he scares me for like other people and himself. You know, like you know just that's too a, much money, too fast, and like he very, always got, very he always unpredictable. Has, he always has a, has a nice denim jacket. Yeah, <laughs> like he reminds me of the lead singer <laughs> Allison Chains or something. Like something's gonna happen with that guy sometime. It may happen just because every time you hear news about him, it's just some weird shit. I don't know. I just read an article for Double XL about how like there hasn't been anything happening to a major rapper or like star in a long time. So hopefully, hopefully not. It's a, it's yeah, a for Chief Keefe and hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Chief Keefe, like I hung out with them before. Like the cool of the homies, like the good dudes. You know. Yeah. It's just. You know, people look at yeah. fucking young, crazy Chicago kids like yeah. I think we should Dirk. be scared of them. Little Dirk is amazing. I like. He's him. I don't, I'm not he's scared dope. of them. I'm scared Reece for is them. My favorite. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, good too. What better note to go off on? This is Shots Fired. <laughs> yeah. And I'm scared. <laughs> I'm shaking in my boots because niggas might OD. Love no thoughties. Let's go. I probably mispronounced it though. Where are you at though? Thoughts. In Chicago. I'm a, I'm a sucker for that. You heard Fat Trail Thoughts? <laughs> Which one? You got a song called Thoughts. No, <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> yeah, this is kind of like real talk though. Kind of like, it's a little bit like R. Kelly's real talk. So? He's on the phone to start off. Yeah. R. Kelly scares me too. I'm can't bullshit if you're from Chicago. Yeah, I guess so, <laughs> can't man. Can't get away with it. Too cold. Any nigga that could look at having a baby as a business like venture. Like, also, like, weird. thinking that Chief Keefe sometimes is speaking elvish. Sometimes I'll tune it down. No. Could have bought an ass hat off each shoulder. Your boyfriend, I found in the blow. He was on the phone with him, so my day can't he ain't even know. It. I ain't even tried to. You wanna glow up, baby? Keith got you. Use a gold bottle, these old pink sky too. Baby, I'm the owner, you can be my costume. 
cause I like you Only reason I text you or why I Skype you I just wanna fuck on you, I don't wanna wife you But you gotta brush your teeth and do what I say do can you hear me? Yeah. I just wanna fuck, I don't wanna wife you. <laughs> but you gotta brush your teeth and do what I side do. Said <laughs> and do what I side do. <laughs> that don't scare you? That don't that doesn't make you feel a little eerie like a nigga that can say that to somebody? Come on man. I I'm alone in this. I don't want right. to smell you There's no fuss I'ma cut you off quicker than I met you I'ma swipe your name up on my schedule If I smoke this blind girl, I'm Everybody gonna get you I ain't even planned though I make bitches fly like Peter Pan do That's what I just asked you She's an alcoholic, I ain't got no time for you Bitch, you off the molly If I book your flight, it's you gonna top me Don't worry, I'll wait Okay, you got me This has been an Earwolf Media production Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman For more information, visit Earwolf.com EarwolfRadio.com The Wolf Dead.